Hi Angels. If you've ever wondered what makes you special, what makes you the unique, magical being that you are, we've created something for you. The Soul Guide is a map of your being. It's a magical blueprint that illuminates why your soul chose to be here, now, at the birth and the dawn of the Aquarian Age. Each soul guide is roughly 70 to 80 pages in length, and it's individually created based on your unique astrology and design. This guide can't be replicated because your birth chart won't be recreated for thousands and thousands of years. Each guide is as rare and as magical as you. To order yours, go to www.thecosmiclaundry.com and use code COSMICPODCAST for 20% off today. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Cosmic Laundry Podcast, a place where we explore modern spirituality in all of its forms. I'm your host, Giselle Plamondon, and I'm here to guide you on your journey into learning more about your soul's path. I am a social worker, astrologer, and human design guide, and I love to share new ideas, new information, and deeper wisdom with you all, especially as I'm on this path and learning everything with you by your side. So join me every Friday as I open space and explore topics and ideas that will support you in understanding yourself and the world better. Welcome back. I know it's been a while. Um, I want to keep this episode really nice and short and sweet. Um, So I'm going to just get into it. I want to talk a little bit about sensitivity and the importance of sensitivity and (laughs) some of the human design gates and even astrology indicators that you might be a sensitive person. Um, as well as the different types of sensitivity. So this is going to be more of a conversation. I'm not necessarily like a conversation with myself, you know. Um, I'm not necessarily going to go through all of the indicators, all of the things. So as I'm talking today, if you identify as a sensitive person, I want you to know that what I'm talking about applies to you regardless of whether you carry uh, these placements or not. I think that Human design and astrology can tell us so much about ourselves, but it's not meant to be the only tool that we have for self-awareness. And the thing about sensitivity is, is the ways that it shows up and how we can be sensitive and why we're sensitive. Like that is an exhaustive list. There's no way I could ever cover all of it. So I'm going to share with you guys some of the things that are really, um, big like alive for me right now we're going through we me and my other 14 personalities um I am going through all 64 gates right now and writing descriptions of them to create a little add-on for you guys for the soul guide because um we get so many questions about the gates and I I personally have The gates have helped me understand myself in a way that like, yes, knowing my energy type was great. Knowing, 
you know, my strategy, my authority, all of those things has been super, super helpful. But the gates for me personally has been where a lot of my deconditioning has been. And, you know, today the reason that I'm I'm starting with sensitivity, we're talking about these energies is because that has been the biggest deconditioning for me. I have always been a highly sensitive, very passionate, deep feeling person. And from a really young age, this part of me was misunderstood. And it's ironic because I actually think that my sensitivity might be one of my greatest gifts. It's definitely one of the things that supports me the most in this work that I do with you guys, with connecting with you. Um, and I think it's the thing that that really helps me to be really intuitive and attuned and um, aware, right? I'm, I'm noticing everything all of the time. So let's talk about it. Um, the primary gate that I want to talk about today is gate 19 because as I'm going through these 64 gates, uh, this is the one that I am naming the gift of sensitivity because what gate 19 represents is not only like emotional sensitivity. I know when we think of sensitivity, we think of someone who gets their feelings hurt easily and all of these different things. But when I think of the gift of sensitivity and I'm working with gate 19, it's this sensitivity to everything that is unnatural. That's my experience of it. And that's definitely what I've noticed in other people who have it too. Um, those of us who carry gate 19, we are sensitive to the physical, to the, the tangible, to our senses. So you'll see people with gate 19 who have like specific, uh, they don't like certain lights or there's certain foods that don't sit right with them or, you know, there's a very tactile sensitivity in the Karen Curry Parker Introduction to Human Design book. She talks a lot about how children with gate 19 do not need to be disciplined um, like physically, which I mean, really no child needs to be disciplined physically. But if you have a child with gate 19 and you um, spanking is part of your parenting pattern, it's actually really, really damaging for them. Whereas with other people, they might be like, oh, I was spanked as a child and it didn't really matter or it didn't affect me. And for them, they can be saying that and that can be true. But gate 19 is deeply connected to the senses. We're very tactile people. We are affectionate. Um, we like to be touched, like hugging and, and closeness is really important to us. And so things like, like violence or physical being reprimanded physically is really, really challenging for kids with gate 19. Um, and so that's how I'm, I usually hear gate 19 be spoke about is this very tactile sensitivity, right? We're the people who like cut the tags out of our clothes and, um, don't like fluorescent lighting and all of that kind of stuff. But really what, what gate 19 comes down to and why I think this is such a massive superpower is people with gate 19 are highly attuned to their environment. And the way that this shows up, um, in being able to be of service to other people, because I really, truly, deeply feel that even the gates in human design that are quote unquote individual, um, they all, every single gate is about supporting the collective 
or supporting humanity in some way. So even when you're being an individual or you're being yourself and you're prioritizing yourself, if that's what most of your gates are about, that is still helping humanity because your light and you being in a high vibration or loving yourself or being attuned to yourself is really significant, right? It it helps other people. And so the way that gate 19 helps other people is that we have this ability to anticipate other people's needs. We can anticipate you know, how comfortable they are. We can anticipate whether something we do or someone or something someone else does might make them uncomfortable or make them sad or make them angry or whatever. And we're also very good at just recognizing what is needed in order to bring more harmony into a situation. So the people with gate 19 in your life are the people who are fixing things often. And this is a blessing and a curse, right? One of the shadows of gate 19 is definitely codependency and prioritizing other people's uh, needs and wants and desires above your own. But the high road of gate 19 is being able to be attuned to others and being able to be very helpful in that way, being able to kind of anticipate what they need and, and to give them that, right? And something I've noticed with people with gate 19 is we're really good at recognizing when when, you know, a conversation, like we can anticipate the outcome of the way that we behave. So we tend to be very, very mindful of how we're acting towards other people because we know the ripple effect that that can have. There's a consciousness that comes with gate 19. And so one of the things that I notice with sensitivity and, and specifically with this gate, I do want to talk about some of the other, you know, sensitivity placements, but I really believe that gate 19 is bringing us all back into balance. It's bringing us all back into wholeness. People who carry gate 19 are really attuned to nature and we're very intuitive. There's a mystical element. There's an oracle element. People with gate 19 can be channels for the divine. They can have really strong, you know, prophecy and visions and dreams. Um, All of the people in my life who carry gate 19 have dreams that feel really real and that often feel um quite intense or feel like (laughs) I have this one ex where we both carry gate 19 and sometimes you know if I dream about him he's dreamt about me and vice versa like there's definitely a attunement to higher realms that is really magical with gate 19 and Gate 19 isn't the the gate of innocence, right? Like that's gate 25. If you carry gate 25, you're here to be innocent and childlike and to have this gate of wonder or this energy of wonder. And even though gate 19 isn't necessarily about those things, there is an inherent like purity to gate 19. Something I noticed with myself is that rudeness or any type of behavior that is cruel or, you know, if people use a certain tone, if there isn't a gentleness in the way that other people interact with me or with other people, it rubs me the wrong way so intensely. I have a very low tolerance for rude behavior or unkind behavior or cruel behavior. Um, And I'm really, really sensitive to it. One of my first, like one of my literal first memories of of school 
I was in kindergarten and I remember being on the school bus and one of the older boys, he probably would have been like grade eight or grade nine. Um, he was teasing me and another girl. We were, you know, I think the only kids left on the bus. I grew up in rural Sask. So if you know that experience, you know, it's always like the, the people who live the furthest away, you're, you're the last people on the bus. Anyways, he was teasing us. I don't remember what about. And it probably was nothing. It was probably something so trivial and so silly. But I remember bursting out crying. I like could not, <laughs> I like could not handle those tears or like hold them in. And he felt so bad. And then I felt so bad for making him bad, feel bad. And then it made me cry harder. And I remember for the rest of our time in, in school together, he was always super nice to me. Even. <laughs> you know and he was a nice boy it's not like he was bullying me that's something that I know for sure he was probably just making a cute little joke as adults he would have been not an adult but as older people do with children um and I remember he was so nice to me for the rest of forever I'm sure now even if I saw him he would probably still be extra sweet to me and as a kid that made me feel extra like I was so sensitive to that where I then felt bad forever whenever he was extra nice to me I knew it was because I had made him feel bad that one time and it's something that I think about a lot of like that sensitivity runs so deep and it creates this ability to empathize and understand other people in such a unique way so if you have gate 19 you might have had many experiences where you're upset about something or you feel bad about something or there's an emotional response that you're having to something and it's not always emotional or spiritual that's just the side of things I'm talking about today it can be you know you can just generally be more sensitive to the environment too but you've had experiences where people try to tell you probably lighten up it's not that big of a deal you're being too sensitive you're being a stick in the mud they didn't mean it that way right there's all of these different things and something that I've had to learn with gate 19 is that it's not necessarily that those people are unkind or cruel it's that they don't have this gift so we are literally seeing things and feeling things that they don't have access to um just the same as they have access to certain faculties that we don't and they have certain gifts that we don't and it's you know learning how to own this gift of sensitivity is also about understanding why other people don't have it and why some people just can't understand why you're sensitive about the things that you're sensitive about and learning how to be strong in your sensitivity, learning how to trust it um, without making, you know, not making excuses for it or apologizing for it, I guess. Um, while also understanding that not everyone who isn't sensitive or doesn't get your sensitivity is a bad person. And that was definitely something I had to learn. I, I went through this process in my own healing journey of feeling like nobody understood this part of me and feeling like a lot of the people in my life were really cold or detached or just not as aware of things. Um, but if you have gate 19, you've definitely had that experience of feeling kind of gaslit by people where you'll be upset about something and they will just think that you're insane for being upset about that thing or feeling a sensitivity around it. And the reason that I think this is a gift is because the more people with gate 19 
um, the more we honor that sensitivity and we speak to it and we put words to what we're feeling, even if other people don't get it or understand it, we're creating a gentler world, right? I think of like the people in my life that know that I'm sensitive, whether that's like they know there's certain things, right? I don't like bright overhead lights. They make me nauseous. I don't like certain foods and I don't like there's certain like tones and rudeness and types of behavior that really rub me the wrong way. And so I think about the people in my life know these things about me and in my presence, they're a lot more gentle. And I think that what people with gate 19 do is we bring this sensitivity in the world into the world and we show people what like what the benefit of this gentleness this softness this awareness and attention to things right we, we show people that you can be confident and independent and strong and powerful while also being soft and intuitive and magical right it's it's a bridging of worlds and I would love to see a world where people who carry gate 19 and some of the other, you know, sensitive gates that I'm going to go into right away. Um, I'd love to see a world where we are all honoring that sensitivity in a deeper way because I think that ultimately what gate 19 especially is trying to bring us back into is harmony, harmony with nature, right? If you think about it, Whatever the things are that people with gate 19 are sensitive to physically are usually really unnatural things like fluorescent lighting and processed foods, right? Those are not necessarily natural. Um, people with gate 19 really like going out into nature because there's that sensitivity is dimmed, right? You, you can kind of like be more attuned to nature because nature is a safe place to be attuned to because it's, it's not always gentle, right? But um, it's natural, right? I also personally believe that our natural state is kind, kindness, empathy, sensitivity, attunement. I think that, you know, when we are at our best as a collective, we are more attuned to each other and we have more patience for each other and more sensitivity with each other. So people with gate 19, the more we lean into that gift, the more we kind of bring like heaven to earth. If, if that, like that's a bit extreme, but the more we kind of bring people back into connection with themselves, back into connection with nature and back into connection with others, right? So some of the other gifts of sensitivity we call them different things but they're very similar are uh, gate 55 which is the gate of passion or the gift of passion and people who have gate 55 are moody so their sensitivity isn't necessarily about being attuned to everything and um, helping other people and it's not that type of sensitivity it's an emotional sensitivity and it's a, a sensitivity to the environment or to experiences and what people with gate 55 bring into the world is passion they bring depth they have the ability to feel things deeply um and this is in a lot of ways the creative or the artist gate so whereas people with gate 19 will often use their sensitivity to make their environment better healthier they're motivated or like it's a root gate so it's it's got this drive to uh, perfect things in the environment, Gate 55 makes art with emotion and with that depth of emotion. So if you have Gate 55, you're likely kind of moody. 
you have days where you feel really, really good, very passionate, very alive, very vibrant, very excited, all of these different things. And then you have days where you feel sad or maybe even miserable where you don't want to leave your bed, right? I always think of like, this is the tortured or the starving artist stereotype. And from those lows, you're meant to create art. You're meant to help us make sense of the human experience. And that is such a gift, right? Even though you might have a lot of conditioning surrounding the moodiness and you might try to be in a high all of the time you're really not meant to right another uh sensitivity gate that I've been seeing a lot and working with a lot is gate 22 it's also an emotional sensitivity and similar to gate 55 it experiences you know it feels things deeply but it's more about where I would say gate 55 feels things in such an intense and passionate way. It really is an energy of passion. Gate 22 experiences like high highs and low lows in the sense of like people with gate 22 are here to teach us how to be joyful and charming and um, happy. Like there's a joyful energy that gate 22 has. And then they're also here to teach us that it's okay to not be that too. People with gate 22, when they're at their low, they really want to hermit and they really want to spend time alone. And a lot of times if they spend too much time with other people, because they often are expected to be that bringer of light, gate 22 people are so charming and so magnetic and so attractive and they're always invited to everything and we always want to spend a ton of time with them. And I find that people with gate 22 have a lot of shame around the days when they don't want to talk to anyone (laughs) when all of that is turned off and turned down and they're just in a low and they're in a funk and they just want to hermit and spend time alone and so their sensitivity is really about them turning inwards right and after that period of turning inward then they can go back out into the world um and so there's obviously a lot more gates that have to do with sensitivity but those are the three that I've been really working with and, and thinking about lately and I wanted to hop on here and talk a little bit about it because sensitivity is just one of those things. It's a really core tenant for me in terms of it's probably, you know, owning my sensitivity and not being ashamed of it has probably been the most significant thing that I've done in the last few years. Um, And it's still hard. There's definitely days where I feel like a crybaby or I feel... Like I shouldn't be feeling the way that I, like I gaslight myself for sure. But I also just really deeply believe that the more sensitive the world becomes, the better. I think that we should be sensitive, right? We should be sensitive to how people are being treated. We should be sensitive to things like war and trauma and genocide and people's stories, right? We should be sensitive to the way that we're treating children and future generations. This is something I see with gate 19 a lot. People with gate 19 are very good parents. And if they're not parents, they um, are very good, just like elders in children's lives, because people with gate 19 are really good at, you know, intuiting what children need and being really good leaders with them and showing up in a, a soft, gentle, kind way, which is what children need right people with gate 19 
or people who are sensitive in general are attuned to nature and um, attuned to emotion and attuned to spirit, right? So there's all of this magic in the world. And I, I really think that um, the more sensitive we as a collective become, the better. Because when you're sensitive, it means you're not numb. When you're sensitive, it means you're not heavy and dense and hiding and collapsing in on yourself. You're letting yourself be affected by life and you're letting yourself be vulnerable to life too. There is an inherent vulnerability in sensitivity and that's definitely a challenge. I've noticed that is an especially large challenge for men who carry gate 19, but it's such a gift. It's a gift to be able to feel deeply. It's a gift to be able to recognize what other people need or what makes other people feel safe or, you know, what the kind of next best steps are in parenting or in relationship, right? Gate 19 people are really good at relationship and really good at connection as long as they can learn how to say no and set boundaries and not, you know, be codependent. But I think like, there's definitely this thing that happens on, I don't even want to say the spiritual path or journey because I think that it's just becoming so much bigger than that. It's not even about spirituality. It's about connection to self, which ultimately to me <laughs> is spirituality. But the more people do this work, this is something that I've noticed to be true. The more you start paying attention to who you are, and the more you work through conditioning and trauma, the more you pay attention to um, the cosmos, right? The more you kind of like you're becoming unnumb. Like a lot of people in the world are very, very numb and very dense and very um, disconnected, right? And that makes sense. We live in a world that's very hard to be sensitive in. You know, so I don't fault anyone for that numbness. But I really think that the only way that things change, the only way that the world changes is if we're sensitive enough to let it affect us. And if we're sensitive enough to be able to recognize when there's something wrong. And that's the gift of sensitivity, being able to recognize when something needs to be shifted and changed and not you know, having the blinders on. It's really, there's a bit of an awakeness in this energy, right? So I wanted to, I was sitting with this energy today. I've been writing about all these different gates, thinking about it a lot. And um, I really just got the urge to hop on here and kind of share some of these thoughts that I'm having with you guys um, and to see what you guys think. So I would love to know your thoughts on on sensitivity whether you have gate 19 or you don't what does your sensitivity look like what does it feel like what would it require for you to own this and to adopt it as a strength instead of a weakness right so thank you guys so much for listening uh thank you for being here i love you all and we will chat very very soon mm -hmm.
Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of our community. If you want to help us to grow, you can share this episode on your Instagram, share it with your friends. If you do that and you tag us so I can see it, I would love it. I'd just be so, I get so happy every time I hear about how the podcast is impacting you. Really, that's the only thing that keeps me going and keeps me creating with the podcast because it is so much work sometimes but I just love hearing from you and if there's any guests that you want me to have on the podcast any topics you want me to cover just reach out to me send me a dm and we will add it into the content list hope you guys have a great week bye everyone